Hi, good day. You're listening to Radio Alhara. I'm Stefan Christoph, and this is my monthly artist interview contribution. Uh, I feature a conversation with an artist each month on the first Friday here on Radio Alhara. This month, I'm going to be featuring an interview with Brandon Valdevia, who is an artist, percussionist, a musician, uh, who lives in Ontario, Canada. Uh, this is a conversation we had about his music, which mixes uh, rhythmic passages with uh, ambient music, long drawn out sections. Uh, he incorporates a lot of sounds of percussion instruments from Latin America. We had a conversation outside sitting in a park in Montreal when he was visiting the city to perform at the festival, the annual festival, which is Swoni Peripopolo, that is hosted by uh, a number of independent venues in Montreal, La Salarosa, Casero Popolo, and others. I really appreciated Brandon's reflections uh, that you'll hear about his music, about culture, uh, about identity across the Americas. And so here's our conversation. Okay, so we talked briefly about your music and like, I heard the layering of rhythms and the slow build of this mix between ambient and rhythmic. And also, I really liked the sense of space in your work in the sense that you could sit with the pieces and hear them develop mm. slowly, like an ambient music, mm. you know, class classically. Mm. But there was like this much more active aspect in this, like with the, the percussion. Mm. And I really appreciated like the overlay between percussion and rhythm and ambient, you know, which I don't hear that much. Mm. Um, so t please, please just introduce yourself and just uh, share briefly this last album how like what what was on your mind when you were making it how how did it yeah. come come together okay so my name's brandon valdivia um and my my band name is masaya uh, masaya is basically a combination of two words so uh, el masaya in spanish means the beyond um it can like it can also mean like over there but i el masaya if you could put that whatever that the, the grammar word of, of, of is it a object or I can't I'm super bad at grammar in the terms but the, if you put the El Masaya like as a thing it means the beyond and Masaya is the name of the town or a city in, in Nicaragua where my grandmother's from so she was born there so it's kind of the combination of those two so ancestral kind of ancestral connection and also some sort of spiritual or you know yeah like kind of a Sun Ra kind of space is the place kind of thing and I'm reading Sunrise the book on Sun Ra right now so I'm really into that so I'm you know I'm really uh, you know if I say stuff it's probably very influenced by him right now <laughs> or by what, what he talked about um, so that's basically where the where the project came from the name the name it's came beautiful. from I've been doing it for 10 years nice. now um, and then about the music and about what you're talking about with percussion and about um, all that kind of stuff I'm a drummer percussionist that's what my main my main instrument has been um, since I was 12 years old, so 26 years maybe. Um, and uh, that's always been where I'm coming from musically. Mm -hmm. But actually my first instrument was the recorder. So, and then I didn't even do it in school because I wanted, when I first started learning music, uh, wanting to do music, my parents, never, neither of them were musicians, but they, th th my dad's, and my mom, but my, more my dad's a huge music fan and always loved music. So 
he was like, oh, you want to, you should play music. And I was like, yeah, he's like, look at the, we'd watch, watch music, much music, you know, when much music actually had music. And that was my, one of my main sort of like ways of education, music education, you know? And he would be like, oh, like, look, look at how much fun these musicians are having. You should be a musician. And I was like, okay. And he's like, what do you want to play? I'm like, I think I was watching like some Pink Floyd thing from the <laughs> 80s or something. And they had a saxophone because I used to love Pink Floyd. I still do, but yeah, of course. Um, that was my main, one of my main influences at the beginning. And, and I was like, oh, I play saxophone. So instead of, I wanted to play saxophone, but I was too small to play the saxophone. So I played recorder and then I never quit. So I actually played recorder. Nice. I, I went to alter recorder and played in a Baroque ensemble. Wow. Um, we had a consort, which is a group of recorders, That's for about four years. No, no, it's real. And I played, I played it like professionally, like pseudo professionally for a few years, and then I got into drums. So that, so that's why the flutes came back in my. That's where the flutes in the sound. And I, I instead of playing recorder, I got into a lot more into like sort of like bamboo flutes or cana flute, um, and this this flute that I randomly bought at an Indian store in in Toronto I didn't even know what they call it the name of it was but it basically sounds like a penny whistle so I got that or a tin whistle so I basically have tin whistle cana I, I do play this Colombian flute called the gaita colombiana and I don't play it on this record but it, that's in there and so a lot of different these flutes and and different and they they reference places and they're very from they're very much from a certain place and they have the material so you get this organic kind of quality as well as the percussion, so that's kind of where the melody stuff yeah. and the percussion stuff kind of combine. And and, uh, and and when you're playing these different mm -hmm. flutes, like, do you have a sense of? I mean, I really appreciated that you named the sort of um, both geographical mm -hmm. location of its origin, but mm -hmm. also, I would imagine, given sort of your approach that you're sort of thinking like drawing from the lineage of each of those flutes when you're playing them. absolutely i mean with the gaita um or quitsi bunsi that's the indigenous word for it um gaita would be the spanish word for it um it uh, i absolutely when i'm playing that i, I can't get away from it you know what i mean yeah. because the music is so beautiful and so, so I, I i'm like i'm a student i'm a student of that instrument of of all the instruments that i play that are colombian afro-colombian instruments um so you can't get away from from referencing it. I don't try to. Play. Sometimes I if live, I used to do like covers. Like I would just play one and do kind of an electronic version of the, of like of a traditional song and stuff like that. But um, with the cana, which is with, with a, an Andean flute or some like so from like the like Bolivia, Peru, sure. Chile, all that area, um, I I less reference it. Reference the say how it, it would be traditionally played. That's less of a reference just because. Um, but it's it's in there. I mean, the sound is in there. I'm less familiar with that music. The Colombian music, I've studied it a lot, played it a lot. Um, so the Cana music from from that area, I'm less familiar with it. But but definitely, it's in there. And I've heard a lot of you know, it's definitely in there. Even like sort of like the 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 conversation between two flutes kind of happening at the same time, playing the same melodies, but having maybe a little bit of variation. And so kind of having this like chorus effect between the two, hugely influenced by that. So I definitely reference it for sure. I'm definitely thinking about that. In my new stuff, I'm actually going back to the recorder, my ultra recorder that I played. So you know, I'm not referencing any of the Baroque music at all. You know, oh, okay. it's just it's just for my kind of like yeah just the sound it's the sound you know but absolutely is when i play you know instruments from say a specific instrument from a specific region or something like that i definitely try to i feel like you have to respect where it's coming from you know what i mean and you have to know the tradition you have to know what the point is of the, what 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 as much as you can know about what the music what the where what this instrument is saying where it's coming from what the ancestral lineage is what the 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 cultural um, importance and 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 of those of these instruments, you know, I feel like that's really important. Rather than, I mean, some people play instrument, they'll be like, oh, I'll pick it up and I start playing it just for the sound, you know. 
that's fine too. Like, I don't think that's anything necessarily um, wrong with that, but, but, um, I, for me, it's important to honor the, the instrument. I feel like they aren't just instruments. I feel like they are tr culture. They are tradition. They are people. It's blood, it's lineage, it's ancestors. So I do believe that that's what I believe, you know? So, but in yeah. the sense that sometimes also taking that time and making that choice to like engage with the history of an instrument mm -hmm. and the musical culture around it also deepens the practice right <laughs> in terms of like you s sort of talked about like the corresponding rhythm rhythmic slash like melodic practices mm -hmm. of of you know different uh flute playing right like i think um i've really appreciated you know playing with different people who have like a coded reference or like a historical uh, memory to like the, the context of their mm -hmm. instrument mm -hmm. and I think that people often like separate okay well there's like the politics of music which is super overt versus like music of music which is you know the, just simply oh well it's just music and politics means a slogan uh -huh. but then there's the, the sort of the social context the political context the historical context which is also so super important I absolutely think so I mean I, I absolutely believe that and I believe um if you and I'm like a student of music, you know what I mean? Like, so for me, if I, if I'm touched by an instrument, it's coming from like a recording that I've heard, or, or it's coming from some music that I've heard, and so I feel like that. And if you if you study that music as much as you can, and and kind of are fed by that music, um, then that it does inform your playing. You know what I mean? And that does inform your practice. And I feel like that's in a lot of ways for me. Um, a lot of my what comes out in music is in my music that I write and what just kind of comes out is informed by a lot of different methods, traditions, practices, musical theories, theories of harmony. Um, it's not just a Europe, a Eurocentric, you know, I got away from that. Like I went to a Eurocentric, I learned like quote unquote classical, you know, music, Western classical music. And, and one of the things I realized like during music school was like, oh, this is just like, you know, like this is just like Europe's, this is Europe music. This is white people music. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, I want to, that's not what I want to learn about. I mean, that's cool. You know what I mean? And it's not to like, to, to, to say that's bullshit music. I use, I love that music. I still do, but I, that's not the only thing that I wanted to do. And especially as a percussionist, I kind of feel like, I don't know how, if you're a drummer percussionist, I don't know how you cannot understand, try to, try to reach out and go around the world because the, obviously the, the, the music of percussion is the percussion music all over the world is super diverse, super varied. It's rich in tradition and sound and timbre and texture and, and, and technique, all that kind of stuff. And the, the, just the, even the sense of rhythm, even the way that rhythm is played, it's not just da, 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 one and two and three and yeah, four. And yeah. it's, it's all the stuff in between that, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So like from, from, from the way that Indonesians like Gamelan plays percussion to the way that, yeah. that, uh, you know, folks in the Amazon and to the way that, that indigenous folks uh, play here and, 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 and to like what some a Ghanaian percussion ensemble, how, how they would articulate rhythm, all that stuff is fed into. And so I, for me, that's, I feel like, yeah, music of the world, I'm, I'm definitely influenced because I feel like it feeds me and, and deepens my practice. You know what I mean? Respect. That's Respect. my kind of how I feel about that. Yeah. Respect. So, so the new album, just talk about it a bit. Yeah. The name, um, how do you feel about it? I mean, you're obviously going to be presenting some work mm -hmm. from it mm -hmm. here in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it was, um, what's well, called Mascaras, which means masks in Spanish. And, I mean, it's, again, it's like multi-layered what, the, what the, 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 the word came from, but um, it was, a lot of it had to do with, um, because it was, uh, the music was born sort of 2018 2019 a lot of the, that a lot of that material yeah it took you know a couple of years for it to come yeah, out 
and uh, N2 N4 but the but the, the original stuff was actually Aga Khan I was doing a I was actually doing a, a, a pop-up series there and I needed to get you know a th- uh, an hour and a half of music basically together uh, and for so for, yeah for Aga Khan Museum in Toronto and 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 uh, and so I um, I put together the, these 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 open jams which a lot of it is that material which is on this record and so the record eventually when I decided to make the record out of it which was basically post pandemic like well during once pandemic hit wow. you know I'm also often very busy with my partner Lido and we're playing a lot performing a lot touring a lot so so it was none of that was happening and, and in Toronto I was playing a lot of different bands and you know all that kind of stuff so with that like everybody when everything kind of shut down I was like I'm gonna make a record you know so that's basically what happened there and so I took that material and and chopped it up and and made it more rather than these open improvisations I made it into these more structured improvisational kind of compositions you know so that's kind of where that came from so with the idea of masks and around that same time too there was this there's a civil uprising in 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 Nicaragua where there was like a people's uprising against the 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 president or you know dictator family that they have and um, my family was there. Is my family still there? But yeah, definitely had family members affected by it. Family members and put in prison. Like a cousin of a cousin, my second cousin basically was was a, was a young kid, and he was. I mean, there's a lot of layers to that. He his his actually. It's anyways. <laughs> I have a lot of things to say about that. But basically, so it, it uh, and this, a lot of those protest movements were coming were happening, and, and it was very very visceral because it was happening to my family and to like it also represents like the history of, of my family what we had to went through like my dad had to move away from Nicaragua, and my whole family had to move away because they went during the war in the seventy nine in 1979. So even though my dad wasn't even political politicized at all, he just he had to get out, he had to get out of there and, and he wanted to eventually, but. Um, so, so the recent events events in Nicaragua had like this sort of familial resonance, you know, without absolutely. getting into the specifics yeah, yeah, sure. about about yeah. I mean, you're you're. I mean, which is fine if you'd like to, but I just just wanted to sort of just resonate a bit with what you you mentioned is that just in the sense that you know people were watching what was happening in Nicaragua, of course. You know, I mean, I watch Al Jazeera, uh-huh. you know, and they were reporting quite well on the and situation not too many people were and like, honestly, yeah. Uh, yeah and and just just in the sense that people might have heard what happened but often maybe don't think about how it would resonate or impact people of you know the diasporas of of the country absolutely it did it and and one of the one of the cool things about that it, it actually in a way it formed a community like i i, I became aware of, of and i i think i got an instagram around that time or something like that and so that was a way to kind of like form a type of community or, or at least make links to diasporic like Nika's living living out living abroad and stuff like that and 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 kind of also um also I'm trying to be also having this confused I actually had a great interview with uh this writer uh Julissa um I can't remember her last name but she wrote for she writes for Rolling Stone and she's Nic- Nicaraguan oh. and actually saw our interview which which was actually amazing we were we were really being able to resonate back and forth with each other but like how confusing it is because we thought that we had a socialist revolution you know what I mean and we thought we were fighting the, the bad Americans you know and now this, that same guy is the one that's you know what I mean like so you have this kind of like he calls himself a socialist yeah. so it's all these things about left and right and like what is what is socialism what is all that kind of stuff and it's because a lot of, so you get a lot of these like these quote-unquote leftist like telesur and stuff like that who are like they're, they're these anti-imperialist um like publications or 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 or, or uh, news res- news news publications or news sources and they're they're saying oh no it's just a u.s backed coup it's a coup it's a coup attempt it's a coup attempt by the u.s and it's like no it's actually not and so you have these people's 
and even with this, re this recent election in Nicaragua, so it's all these interesting kind of layers of, of, you know, I, I'm absolutely not, yeah, I mean, just as far as like what is what is this, what what happened, like what happened to the social, you know, and it, it, is this guy actually socialist or what does that even mean? Is he just using these terms to, to manipulate people? Like, and again, it gets all it gets deep, but with masculine with the name, it's it referenced those political those the, the the movements that was happening at the time, and you know, people were wearing masks, and in Messiah, there's this they, oh, there's the name of your album. yeah, the name of the album to go back to that. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's all good. It's um, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It uh, it it was referencing that, and in particular, there's these um, these these ceremonial masks that were that are used in in, in Messiah and a lot of different parts of Nicaragua too, where there, there's these basically indigenous practices that 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 um, in these in these these fiestas patronales, like where they where they um, are just celebrating a certain saint or whatever, and and they have these ceremonies, and yeah, yeah, and they have these ceremonies, and and uh, they wear masks and stuff. But sometimes those masks are used also in the political realm, where so they're using these traditional masks, making their handmade bombs. This happened in the 70s, and it also happened now, where they're making their own handmade mortars. They're wearing these traditional masks, so that also that in fact that informed the, the album, and also I felt like with the sound, I felt like everything of the album, I felt like things were masking each other. So melody was masked by rhythm, was masked by harmony, was masked by, you know, I kind of felt like everything was this cloud. So I kind of felt like the sounds themselves were kind of masked. So I kind of felt like that was an appropriate title for the record. So that's that's where the, the name Mascaras comes from for that album, so. Yeah, and you do hear that, like the, the layers and how it builds slowly and sort of, I like also how subtly sometimes the rhythms come in, mm -hmm. you know, like, and it takes its time to build. Mm -hmm. it yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's just like, it's cool. And, and also like this sense that I was listening to ambient music, but I felt um, a different presence in mm -hmm. it too. Well, yeah. and that's one thing I heard recently, even as I did my release show in Toronto recently, which actually the album came out in September, but, um, you, you know, there was no shows and all that kind of stuff for a while. So I finally did it. And uh, what, thank you, appreciate that. And one of the one of the comments, but one of the fan like 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 people who were there, he was like, oh, uh, uh, um, he thought it was interesting how it was like ambient, but it always had a pulse. Yeah. You know, and so and for me, like I'm I'm not like I'm getting actually like as of recently, I'm getting a lot more familiar with say the the ambient um, sound world and and all that kind of stuff. But at the time, it. I was definitely inf influenced by it, but it was more by like ambient music as a genre or whatever. Like, I mean, I was obviously familiar with it, but it was coming from, it wasn't coming from necessarily that I wanted to make like new age, quote unquote, new age or quote unquote ambient music. It was, it was just, I was going for a, a, a it was, it was in some ways it was even more um, informed by like Morton Feldman. In some ways it was more informed by that, by that, by that type of sound world as opposed to say the Eno or the, or, or different like. I don't know different different like sure, sure. Uh, bands that practice that do that do ambient music stuff now and and um so it wasn't this kind of uh, uh it wasn't on purpose it was just kind of this natural thing that happened and like with the percussion that was just because I'm, I'm a percussionist and so it happened it's in there like the beats are in there always and and so I feel like yeah that's an interesting thing and that's uh, cool comments that I've heard so yeah it's this ambient but it all kind of has always this pulse or there's divergent pulses happening throughout the record which is definitely like my interest in rhythm and beats yeah, and and all that kind of stuff yeah. and and um, and uh, the idea that it's kind of like yeah, it has this organic quality of say seeds and shells and bells and different like sort of percussion instruments, organic that you can yeah. hear, in kind of contradicting or or, or just kind of cohabitating with 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 uh, say synth music and stuff like that. So 
which wasn't on purpose. It just it just what happened. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's just my practice. And so it's just interesting that I'm like, oh yeah, that that could be a different, a unique kind of sound world. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. Well, I I mean, two two artists come to my mind that sort of mix ambient electronic with sort of uh, global awareness, like sort of like thinking about music not only as existing in the West. Mm-hmm. You know, like KMRU. Joseph Cameroon uh-huh. yeah. and, and well he's in Berlin now yeah, yeah. Um, originally from Nairobi uh, and Nico Jar of course uh-huh. yeah um, you know Jarre, like yeah. more more recent releases that sort of like draw from this world of more atmospheric music uh-huh. I didn't mean like ambient as a genre I just meant more like music that includes rhythms but also is a space uh-huh. you know and this idea that we can sit with a piece of music and be with a piece of music and the piece of music isn't just sort of like yelling at like, you like, or yeah, coming yeah, at yeah, you yeah, yeah, which yeah. which can be a cool thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know absolutely I don't, I don't know. um no that's 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 absolutely true like um in a way yeah like i i, I was thinking about i mean so the, yeah, the cam are you yeah like i definitely i just recently uh heard about him and also we were play I show with a band I play in called Not the Wind Not the Flag with Colin Fisher um, we played at Winnipeg at the Send and Receive Festival in September and Cameron you had a piece before us he wasn't actually physically present because something with a visa or something that happened I don't know what I'm not sure what happened but but we heard a piece from from them and so I, I, I and I recently yeah like definitely have got some stuff on Bandcamp and love that love that stuff and then Nicholas Jar I've heard some of his music but not that much but another another um, there's some artists in in South America that are that have been doing that like Chancha via Circuito. It's one of my partners, Lido's like her best friends, Pedro, and he 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 kind of does. It's very similar too, and I feel like in Colombia too. I've made some connections with some folks in in Colombia, and they the way that they've kind of studied is like they're like music students or jazz students, but they've also studied the the more like traditional music from around their territory and kind of adapted that to to what they're doing, and so. I definitely am informed in it, not less so much specifically by that music, but more by that idea. You know what I mean? So that's definitely um, coming out of that. And I absolutely feel with the atmospheres, it, it is absolutely kind of like letting it happen. And, and, and one of the things that I'm hugely influenced by or not influenced, because how can you be influenced by this? But I am always aware of like, like nature. So like of how like the, the, the sounds of you know, sounds of the the, bird, the the and the rhythms of it yeah. because I feel like it's yeah. perfection. I feel like we can't. You know, sounds of birds, the, the the rhythms and the trees moving, the colors, the way that all that shapes, the way that the way that um, rain drops, the way that snow falls, the way that that uh, the, the 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 way that light flickers in the uh, against uh, waves or even just waves, wa- the movement of water, all those types of things were are are still are huge um, uh, influences for me. That's what I say. Influence. How do you be influenced by that? But. It's just, well, you're think, just inspired or you're physically, you're like, it's a purpose. You have to, you know, because we can go by your life without thinking about that, especially living in a city, you know, city, to live in a city, I feel is, is to, is to ignore nature or is to like, I feel like cities, like they tried to, you know, maybe this is like my, like when I used to read a lot of anti-civilization stuff, like, but it was like where like cities basically tried to, you know, they want you to forget nature. They want it. They want you to be distracted by all the lights of the shopping, all the, all that kind of stuff. They don't want you to be like, oh, here's the moon. You know what I mean? Like we want to disguise the moon by this, by a spotlight or something like that, you know? So I kind of feel like, yeah, to, to like look around at nature and look around at the earth and just be inspired by those. I'm really inspired by those types of movements. And so that rhythm where there's multiple rhythms happening at the same time, where it feels like waves, it feels like yeah, that type yeah. of sound world um, is huge for me. And I definitely informed by that, especially on, the, on that record just for sure. Well, in, in well. a sense, like, uh, 
letting things breathe allows you to be in a space, right? And to be aware to, of the moment, right? Absolutely. And, and I felt that listening to your music. Uh, I really, I really, uh, that's 100% true. I, one of the another things I was thinking on the album was like at the idea of meditation, the idea of the, of, of, of the album kind of being a, a place where you can just sit and listen to it or not listen to it. Uh, you can listen to it, but be with it. Like you're saying, like kind of just be with it and not necessarily like feeding you all this information and all this like this complex kind of like yeah story or harmonic story or, or melodic story or whatever it is it's just kind of this like this space to inhabit and i kind of feel like yeah it's like sitting on a sitting on a like or like yeah contemplating the stars or something like that so i kind of feel like it's you know legitimately is that's what i was trying to go for so where it wasn't like um yeah it was it was this meditative experience you know where yeah music is calm you're trying to use the sound to calm your mind or to calm your thoughts or to calm your calm your your what's ever happening inside and just kind of have a space where you can yeah be in the moment i mean the first yeah the f first song is called momento presente which is present moment and and so there is the idea where this kind of duality in the record where um it f the present moment as far as being being static being still being like internal but in what the what the sample actually on the album it talks about is he's like oh it's actually the present moment to resist it's actually because actually that was a gorilla like a, San, a sandinista gorilla in the 70s where they're actually in the jungle having a mass and where 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 they're the, like I don't even know if that guy is died the next day or whatever you know the voice so it's like people these were literally people fighting and in, in, in guerrilla warfare the next day so like it's that duality of like this is the moment now is now is the time to like resist now is the time to 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 act up against you know like whatever oppression is happening or whatever you know um, whatever type of injustice is happening or whatever type of thing it's like now is the time to do it you know or even climate you know things like climate change and all that kind of stuff and it's like now is the time to do it so it's kind of like both those things where it's like moment present moment of internal like being it being meditative being peaceful being calm in internally but the same time present moment of like oh no now is the time like direct action you know what i mean like it's kind of that like anarchist like direct action like this is the you know you just got to do it you know so it's kind of both those things in a way yeah Today. Thank you. My pleasure. Absolutely, yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you.